Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Bonjour, this is Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. It's the podcast that's all about the cuisine that is said to have founded modern cooking. French ingredients and dishes have been the starting block for many of the world's best chefs and cooks. So on Fabulously Delicious, you'll learn all about those dishes and ingredients, as well as get to know more about fabulous French foodies. I'm your host, Andrew Pryor. Enchanté. Enchanté. Eleven years ago, my life changed when I competed on MasterChef Australia. And now I'm living my best life right here in the French countryside. Cooking, eating, meeting wonderful locals, food producers, chefs, home cooks, drinking amazing wines, eating some of the over would you believe there are more than 1,500 French cheeses, and sharing these fabulous experiences with you, my fabulously delicious audience. I hope you're enjoying them. Today is episode number 142. And today we are talking about the AOC. And no, it's not an American politician. Well, it is, but that's not what we're talking about today. Instead, it's a label that helps to identify an agricultural product here in France. But it's so much more than that. You'll love this episode, I'm sure, as it's all about what's fabulous in France, about the way that the French protect what is fabulous about their culture. I just love it. So sit back, turn the volume up. If you're not driving, pour yourself a glass of wine, break a baguette, a bit of saucisson maybe and some of that delicious cheese. Yum. And enjoy today's episode of Fabulously Delicious, the AOC. AOC stands for, in France, the Appellation d'Origine Control, and is a label that identifies an agricultural product whose stages of production and processing are carried out in a very defined geographical area. And also, the way the producers use the recognised and traditional ways to produce the product. There are technical and geographical factors set as standards for each product that holds an AOC. The products include wines, cheeses, butters and meats. Other countries within the EU have similar labelling systems. The EU has its own protected designation of origin label, PDO, and also the PGI. This also notes geographical indications. Within the EU for wine products, only the AOC label needs to be noted. The Institut National d'Origine et de la Quality, the INAO for short, is the body in France that grants the AOC. The INAO's mission is to ensure that all AOC products have clearly defined standards and that produce consistent products in a traditional manner and that they come from a designated geographical area. Other European countries have based their control place name systems on the French AOC, like in Italy they have the DOC and the DOCG. Spain, Germany, Portugal, Switzerland, the US, Canada and South Africa all have systems based on the French AOC status. AOC is designed to protect distinctive and traditional regional products, 
and the way that they are made. This has been based on the concept of terroir. Terroir is a term the French give to the land, basically, and the environment as well as human features, such as the way something is grown or made, and that that has an effect on the taste and characteristics of the product and the ingredient. The French believe in the terroir and that the type of soil, the topography, the environment, the local climate, and even the farming practices all have a factor in the product's uniqueness. Some of the AOC's geographical restrictions can cover large areas, and some small. Like the Côte d'Aron AOC, for an example. It covers an area of 75,000 acres or 30,000 hectares and some 171 villages. It's the largest AOC there is. But within that, there also lies one of the smallest AOCs, the Chateau Grillet, which is less than 4 hectares or nearly 10 acres. AOC's history dates back to 1925 with the production of the Roquefort Blue Cheese, which I actually did an episode previously on with the amazing cheese expert Will Stard. Roquefort was regulated by a parliamentary decree when regulations controlling its production and naming were first defined. France's first law determining viticultural designations of origin dates back to the 1st of August 1905 and then again on the 6th of May 1919 when a law for the protection of place of origin was passed specifically noting that the region and commune that a product must be manufactured. These initial laws have been revised over many times. On the 30th of July 1935, the Committee Nationale d'Appellation d'Origine, or the CNAO as it was known, was created by government representatives and also the representatives from major wine growers. It was created to manage the administration of the AOC process for wines. This was an initiative by Joseph Kappas. Joseph was a trained lawyer and wine grower from Chateauneuf-du-Pape in the Rhone wine region. He successfully attained the legal recognition of the Côte de Rhone appellation of origin in 1936. After World War II, the CNAO then became the INAO and the AOC seal was created and was just related to wines. Then it was extended on the 2nd of July 1990 to cover other agricultural products. In France, it is illegal to manufacture and sell a product under an AOC-controlled geographical indicator if it does not comply with the AOC criteria. To prevent possible misrepresentation of the AOC name, it cannot be used on a label for a product that's not qualifying for an AOC. This can be confusing for producers of products in some areas, like for an example towns that have an AOC attributed to their name, like Cabarde for an example, which has an AOC. Some towns in the area have producers that produce products that don't have an AOC, but they can't use the name of the town in their product labels. This is a problem because French law also says that they need to identify the place of origin on the product. So in these cases, they can't note the name of the town on their label, but instead that they have to note the postcode. You can tell a product that holds an AOC because it carries a seal that displays a number on it as well as the name of the certifying body. The colour of the seal also indicates the product's classification, such as green for field products and red for dairy products.
Fabulously Delicious is a part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and some of my favourite fabulous shows on the Evergreen Podcast Network include the French History Podcast, where Dr. Gary Giraud explores the events and people from three million years ago to the present day here in France. Gary Giraud is a historian with a PhD in modern British and French history. And another great podcast about French history on the Evergreen Network is Le Secle by David Montgomery. This one's all about France's history from 1814 to 1914. You can check out these and other shows, as well as more episodes of Fabulously Delicious, at evergreenpodcast.com. Are you coming to France? Planning a trip to Paris? The Olympics are coming up. Or are you one of the lucky ones that live in Paris? Well, I've been lucky to live in Paris as well. And I can say this, I pretty much ate my way through Paris for you. So with all that experience of eating, drinking and exploring the city of light, love and good food, I thought I need to bring that experience to you, my fabulously delicious audience. Because, well, hey, if you're listening, you probably love French food, right? So I created my first book, A Food Guide to Paris. It's called Paris, A Fabulous Food Guide to the World's Most Delicious City. In it, you'll find recommendations for boulangeries, cafes, chocolate shops, fromageries, markets or marches as we call them here in France, patisseries, restaurants and wine bars. There's also food streets, gourmet and kitchen supply stores and so much more. Paris, a fabulous food guide to the world's most delicious city, is a 2024 edition. And that, that means it's up to date with all recommendations. So if you're planning a trip or coming this year to Paris, it's perfect for you. You can get a copy on my website andrewpryorfabulously.com where you can even get a signed and gift package version but you can also get it on Amazon and there is even a Kindle version of the book so I hope you enjoy it so what products have an AOC status that we might know or that we need to know about there are over 400 French wines that are entitled to display the AOC seal on their labels in fact Nearly half of all wines produced in France are produced with an AOC. There are over 50 cheeses that have an assigned AOC status. For an example, when it comes to cheese and an AOC, the Epoise is a washed rind cow's milk cheese from the Bourgogne. Epoise has a delicious, silky, creamy and very mild taste. It does smell a bit. It has an AOC and so its production must meet the requirements for this AOC. It became very popular, and so producers thought, well, hey, why don't we just make a smaller version? It'll have the same taste, the same texture, and we could even put it in the same packaging. It'll just be smaller. But because it was the smaller version, it didn't meet the AOC requirements. And so they had to call the cheese the Petit Gourgris, and could not use the AOC label. With Comte cheese, which just as a side note is possibly one of my favourite cheeses, well, that and the Brilliant Savoir. So if you're ever coming to France and you want to buy me some cheese, you've got two options, Comte or Brilliant Savoir. But I won't knock back a cheese, to be honest. But anyway, getting back. With Comte cheese, the cows that produce the cheese for the milk must be a specific breed of cow. They also have to graze in the high pastures of the Jura Massif mountain range. Here, they graze on wildflowers and herbs specific to the area. They're probably having a lovely time. Not only, though, do they have to use these specific cows in this specific area to get the status, but the number of cows grazing per hectare is also regulated. And there are even restrictions on the usage of feed 
antibiotics and growth hormones. The dairies that make the Comte, well, they also need to be less than 25 kilometres from a farmer's herd, and the milk must be made into cheese within 24 hours from milking. Typically, though, with a Comte cheese, the cheesemakers make it in less than 12 hours. There's meat with an AOC, like poulet de Bresse, which gained AOC status for the poultry in Bresse on the 5th of August 1957. And in 2006, the salt marsh lamb raised in the Bay of Somme also gained AOC status. Eggs from Louis have an AOC status. They have a pinkish shell to them and they're very pale yellow yolk. They're delicious and creamy and well worth the cost because, well, they're not cheap. Many seafoods have been given AOC labels, like the oysters from Oloron on the Atlantic coast near La Rochelle, the Saint-Jacques scallops, mussels from Saint-Michel, and the cockles from Granville. In 1981, the lavender oil from the Haute-Provence was given an AOC status because of the very high-quality production values of the essential oil of fine lavender. The lavender fields must be located within a specific territory and at a minimum altitude of 800 metres. Have you ever had the French lentils de puits? For some, this is the first lentils that they've had and are the main ingredients in, in many French lentil dishes. They are lentils that come from Le Puy en Velay, and the lentil vert de Puy, or green lentils from here, have AOC status. Le Puy en Velay is part of the Haute-Loire department. It's in the Auvergne-Rhône-Alpes region of south-central France. It's well known for the lentils, of course, but it also has a fabulous and very famous cathedral in the town, and was an area known for its silk manufacturing in the past as well. The honey from Corsica has been given AOC status. There are actually six certified varieties of Corsican honey with an AOC. The Pretomp, the Marquis de Pretomp, Miller de Marquis, the Chateauneuil, the Marquis d'Ette, and the Marquis de Autom. Salts and French food just go hand in hand. You always remember your first chunk of baguette ripped off and slathered with some butter and sprinkled with some French salt. If you haven't done this, you need to. ASAP. There are two salts with an AOC, the Sel de Grande and the Sel de Sel de Baron. In my series on the podcast of the A to Z of French herbs, I've mentioned many herbs that have an AOC. You have the thyme from Provence and the pepper from Espelette that both have AOC status. I've talked many times on the podcast, especially when I've had guests on about the wonderful butter from my region in the poitou charente region. It's highly sought after by pastry chefs around France because of its high saturated fat content. It melts slower than other butters, and so it in turn makes a more delicious pastry dough. The beurre charente poitou, beurre de charente, and beurre de deuxèvres obtained their AOC status in 1979. On another mention to an episode I've done on the podcast, was about the Roscoff onion and the onion johnnies, the latter being the Frenchmen that used to take their Roscoff onions to the UK to sell them as they rode from town to town on bicycles. The Roscoff onion is one of the many vegetables that have an AOC status. Spirits such as Armagnac, Calvados, Cognac and the Martinique rum all have AOC statuses. There are some fruits that have an AOC status, like the strawberries from the Perico. 
the Ajahn plums, limousine apples, and I think a little bizarre because, well, probably wrongly, I thought that kiwi fruit were for warmer climates, but apparently not. The kiwi from Lador in the Pyrenees has an AOC status. Brioche Vendienne is one of the only protected status AOC breads in France, which I find amazing, but I suppose it makes sense. With so much bread made here and how popular it is, many varieties would be made all over France, not just in a particular region with that region's products. There is even an AOC for wood, with chartreuse wood in 2018 being the first forest product to attain an AOC, and Jura wood in 2019 obtained its AOC. I mentioned Roquefort cheese and Comte cheese before, and I couldn't really find a quote about AOC, so I thought I'd bring you something that I learned about cheese in France. It's to do with the Emperor Charlemagne. He, back in the day, apparently was travelling, and he stopped at a bishop's residence at dinner time. It's said that on that day, being the sixth day of the week, he was not willing to eat the flesh of beast or bird. Bit picky, but anyway, we'll move on. The bishop, being by reason of the nature of the place, was unable to produce fish immediately for him. So instead, he ordered some excellent cheese, white with fat, to be placed before him. Charlemagne required nothing else. He took up his knife and throwing away the mould, which seemed to him abominable, he ate the white of the cheese. Then the bishop, who was standing nearby like a servant, drew close, and he said to Charlemagne, Why do you do that, Lord Emperor? You are throwing away the best part. On the persuasion of the bishop, Charlemagne put a piece of the mould in his mouth, and he slowly ate it and swallowed it like butter. Then, approving the bishop's advice, he said, Very true, my good host. And he added, Be sure to send me every year two cartloads of such cheeses. That's it for another episode of Season 4 of Fabulously Delicious. Had you heard of the AOC before? What's the most fabulous thing you've learned from today's episode? Let me know by contacting me via Instagram. You can slide into my DMs, many people do, at Andrew Pryor Fabulously. Or you can even email me on contact at andrewpryorfabulously.com. I love to chat with you all. We can chat about food, the AOC. I just love talking to people about food and especially French food. Thank you for listening, and you know, remember what I always say. Whatever you do, do it fabulously. Merci beaucoup, and bon app. Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the Professional, professional Book, Book Nerds. Nerds. Two Mondays a month, we interview authors and talk about their upcoming books, what drives them, and their go-to order at the cafe. On Thursdays, we share recommendations and dive into topics readers face, like how do I actually read the books on my to-be-read list? You can find the Professional Book Nerds podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn more about us? Our website is professionalbooknerds.com, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ProBookNerds. We hope you'll come and listen, and as always, happy, happy reading! reading.